What's up, everybody? It's Ty from the Triple Threat Vet Podcast. Just reminding you that the book by Vincent Rocco Vargas, Borderline, is out. I've got mine on Audible, but I actually got a hard copy today from my wife. So uh, on Saturday, 2 December at Project Halo Brewery, Brewing, uh, I'm going to get this signed. So can't wait. How y'all doing today? Living the dream. I'm back and I'm black. Another week. <laughs> That's the one thing I can say that you other three can't say. But I mean, I'm black from the waist down for sure. You are right and you're white. Another week. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. My 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 lower half is black and my credit score. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what's up, everybody? I don't, have the, I don't have the typical, you know prototypical white guy credit score <laughs> look at that oh brett brett hero is in the building today what's up brett i see you on there first up he, 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 my yeah. man brett. he's a army cannon crew member with the 82nd okay nice nice so what's wonder what, i wonder what kind of trouble he's getting into today 
He probably on the on the front on the back porch right now smoking weed. That's all he does. He just smokes a whole lot. <laughs> he he probably high as hell right now watching on my dad's laptop. <laughs> Yo, Ty. Man, Yo, what's back, up? Your background looks fresh, man. You got like the Captain America seal in the back, man. What, yeah, what yeah that's uh that's actually I moved into my new office, finally got it painted, and that's uh that was a my gift man. from my older or middle brother to my son. And it's uh he, I guess he's had it since uh his son was very young, so it's like twenty something years old. So I, I hung it on the wall so it wouldn't get too broke. For sure. Nice. I'm liking that yeah, navy like blue, that. that navy blue color. That's, that's beautiful, bro. Oh, that's not navy blue. Navy colors. Nope. Colors <laughs> <are> blue. <laughs> Show the world. We uh, are, we are true. True. Uh, We're experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ty, I want y'all to sing the one where you like uh, stand up, buckle up, shuffle to the door. Is that the one you're waiting for? Jump right oh, yeah. out on the count Jump right out of count to four. Yeah. Inboard personnel stand up. That's right. <laughs> if my shoes don't open around, look out below. I'm going to hit the ground. So we got uh, we got, we got got the holidays coming up. Y'all ready for the holidays? Yeah. I was yeah, working. I'm ready. How's birthday? Doing some traveling yeah. next week. That jive turkey, man. His birthday's Thursday. Mm, no, it ain't. Gobble gobble, brother. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> Tatum's birthday's on Thursday. He, he's he's born really? on the twenty fourth. Oh, really? Yeah. It'd be nice. eleven. Oh Uh-oh. man. Yeah, it sucks. He always has uh, his birthday right on Thanksgiving. So. Well, the good thing is, man, he has his birthday when people come together. So he can't really miss out. It's yeah. a good time to have a birthday. That's true. He always will have together on a large birthday, birthday party. So right? my, bro- my, my brother, White Mike, his, his kids all got screwed because this dude had his kids like in like January, February, like right at Christmas. So he's got to get Christmas for his kids and then turn around and do birthdays. Mm. I mean, it could Same. be worse. You know, Becky, Becky's born in December. Damn. So like She was like, y'all just got me a couple extra gifts so that I could get a couple now and then get some in Christmas. Right. Right. Yeah. But it could be worse. You could be like a Christmas baby and be like, dang. I'm a song, is, it, is it, is it, uh, uh, the Jewish, uh, Hanukkah that only get, they get one, like one present a day for like so many days. Yeah. I'm going to tell my kids that's us. I'm going to start telling my kids we celebrate eight, eight crazy nights. Yeah. All know. you get is one gift. <laughs> our Christmas yeah. shop is actually already done. What's up, James Thornton? Climb to glory, baby. Climb to glory. So, so Al, you already you already did your Christmas shopping, meaning you didn't buy shit. No, that means my wife went into the Amazon cart and was like, buy it all. Boom, done. <laughs> shit's, shit's rolling in. She's bro, we've already got Christmas lights up. We got a tree up. We got presents bro. under this. Damn, bro. Can we can we get Thanksgiving? I mean, we we could try to get there, but you know, what are you gonna do? Which and my family, my family's had a tradition. My dad started it. I don't even know how long ago, but we done they've done it for years. <laughs> but like we, everybody gets together. It's been a while since we've done it together. But everybody normally gets together and we string. It's gonna be some real white shit there, uh, DJ. But we string popcorn and cranberries, right? Like you have. Okay. This, no, this I used to do that. Yeah, you screen the popcorn with the cranberries and popcorn, yeah. like, and like I don't think I've ever done that. Competition: Who made the longest? And then you you put it on your tree. And, and you, it yeah. Looks, we did it at my house this year, and like we, it was twenty dollars. We had the longest, bro. Uh, you would have, you would have thought, my son Mason, you would have thought that we canceled Christmas altogether, and we shut his birthday down for the next couple of years, and we was gonna like send him to a third world country because he didn't win the twenty dollars. Oh, bro, wow. he had, <laughs> that dude went to his room and powder. In fact, my daughter's in the kitchen making Christmas cookies. She brought daddy some Christmas cookies. 
Mm. Oh, nice. A little Christmas cookies over here. Man, you know, uh, when I was young, you know, I grew up in Colorado, man. So when I was a kid, I remember we used to go up in the mountains, man, and we used to cut down our own Christmas tree. That's awesome. So we used to go up in the mountains, cut down our own Christmas tree, tie it to the car, come down. And then you get the, you know, you get your needle and thread and you thread the popcorn. Yeah. It was yeah. A, that was a long day, man, getting that Bro. to get along enough to get around that tree. That's a lot of that's you're tedious. talking about like back in the 80s, right? We we've not done this in this century, though. No, right? we haven't done this. In, yeah, I was a young Yeah, I, I used to do that back in the 80s, but that's pretty awesome. That was like <laughs> <a> <laughs> <Griswold>. <laughs> the 80s. Yeah, imagine trying to tell one of these kids today Bro, we gotta they cut have to get a needle and thread and string some popcorn and cranberries, possibly. Bro, hey, look, that's where that's where your parents used to think. That they were all into it and they were quiet, right? But they were over there enjoying beverages. <laughs> Did that? Like, beverage. you, you'd look back at your mom oh. and dad, be like, "Yep, you're doing oh, good. Just keep going." Up, so we never cut down a tree, but growing up in the hero household, so my dad, you know, he's a retired Navy vet, and growing up in, you know, in the in the hero household with Big Al Hero, bro, hero. that dude, him, him and his buddies would be up all night building shit and putting shit together, drinking damn eggnog and whatever. The, but they was drinking like the beast, bro, like old Milwaukee and yeah. shit. He was getting, and we'd open up Christmas gifts, like I old mean, we got, Milwaukee, bro. We got a Nintendo one time, and him and his, and I remember him, my Milwaukee, dad's friend, like. they play were playing it, bro. We couldn't <laughs> even play the damn Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because you know you know you say old milwaukee and we're talking about thanksgiving but i tell you my favorite person in the world that i, that I miss man my grandfather he yeah, passed yeah. away right before thanksgiving so this time of the year for me it's kind of like yeah. kind of somber but it's good because i have so many good memories but i tell you i used to work with my grandfather in the house and he used to drink that old milwaukee bro man. that's shit, I, they call I it the beast bro but, it's rough dude but no you know what crazy thing about it man i, I probably was only 18 19 when i was drinking it but it was yeah, good man but you you only could take a couple of those bro buddy. i tried scott yeah. I, when i lived in meridian there was like this little this little haji store right outside the back gate like it was like the hood store right yeah and the back gate closed at eight but the exchange closed at like six in meridian you remember meridian yeah so we would we i lived in housing right outside that back right by the back gate so we would like right before it closed i'd run and one day i got in and had old milwaukee like the red hot <laughs> Like yeah. so I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna as a tribute to my dad, I'm gonna drink this. Bro, I couldn't do it. Then I got to I had a six pack, <laughs> like the like the six pack of the, the, the pints. Yeah, bro, I got yeah. through two and was like, I'm You're tapping out. out. I'm tapping Absolutely. out, bro. I'm tapping yeah. out. That old Milwaukee gonna get you, man. So old Milwaukee. Six, I, did, I did a recon mission down. So uh um Adam Shelley, who we, we all me and Matt served with, he lived at the other end of my street in housing. And he was oh my he, god, I remember this. I, I would sneak, like literally me and my wife, like I would low crawl. Because he had an outdoor refrigerator, I low crawl under his, <laughs> under his windows. Like his family would be in the mirror, and I would low crawl, get to that refrigerator, crack it open, and my wife would be down on the ground with like a like a bag, and I'd be unloading bush lights <laughs> out of his refrigerator and load up and go back to the house and drink these bush lights. And then in the morning, finally he figured out it was me. So what I started doing, I'd, I'd unload on him, and in the morning he'd wake up and it'd be just a case of bush light on his yeah. head. But yeah, I used to recon and steal his bush light, bro. He finally that's put a crazy. lock on his wife put a lock on her refrigerator. That ain't that's cool. She didn't want to share cool. anymore. Man, that's messed up, bro. Yeah. Stay out well, of my stay out of my box. Speaking of recon. <laughs> yeah, today we get to talk to another exciting guest on the podcast. Somebody that uh, was gracious enough to uh bring us on to his and he does a lot of stuff for veterans. I'm actually wearing a shirt for him today, old fashioned, because that's you know. Bourbon is made up in the, in the country that Ty comes from where he lives right now. So. Yeah, man. You want a good old-fashioned, bro? I can make a I make. Oh, bro, you make a dope old-fashioned, bro. bro. You're old-fashioned. I had we, six. I would drink a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. Trouble. 
Yeah. I was Ty had two was done. Ty yeah, was Ty, yeah, he was sweating. Was, hey, he was sweating. He was like, I'm, yeah, I think I'm gonna sit down. No, I don't for drink. Me, like I was I was gonna say <laughs> earlier during that conversation, every every Thanksgiving, my dad and older brother wants to drink a Guinness. So I'll Ooh. drink a Guinness with them. Oh man, it kills me. You yeah, know, and then my dad was like, Here, drink drink some of this, and he'll pull out his scotch that he drinks all the time. Whew. Yeah. That stuff right there, man. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it anymore. That Maybe twenty time, years no, ago. That, that no, time no. at the Cobb's house. There yeah. you go. Well, let's uh, let's let's say hi to our guest today. His name is uh, we we call him Willis. That's what most people call him. He's a veteran Willis. of the uh, United States Marine Corps. He is uh, lives in Kentucky. He does an 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 enormous amount of things, but the biggest thing that he does is he he helps veterans anywhere and everywhere. We like this guy because he feels a lot about veterans the way we do. All he wants to do is help, and we're just excited to talk to him. By the way. His bunker is insane. Wait till you see it. He's about to come on right now. So without further ado, yes, man, what's going on, guys? There he is, set up and ready, dude. I bet you got the uh, you got the zombie killing kit in one corner, and you got enough food to feed everybody after the apocalypse, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, hey, I got to do this before I forget. You know what I mean? I got to do it because I have to do it for the show. What you talk about, Willis? What you talk about, Willis? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I had to do it. It's just I, no, you know what? Good. I got a I got a uh I got a uh fire stick, man. And on my fire stick, I got it to where I could watch all the old shows. So I watch uh what is that different strokes? You different know what I mean? strokes. Yeah, yeah, man. I watch yeah. that stuff all the time. I you know. It's just old school stuff. So when I saw oh, it, oh Willis, yeah. What you talk about, Willis? Thank you, Mr. Hero, Mr. Brett Hero. <laughs> yeah. So uh, welcome to the show, man. We're excited to have you on. Thanks well, for I'm excited to be here. Thanks for taking sure. some time with us. We appreciate it. Uh so let's just jump into it, man. Tell us a little bit about where you're from, uh, where you grew up, how it was growing up, and let, let people get to know you a little bit. All right, so I'm originally from Barstown, Kentucky, which if anybody knows, that's the bourbon capital of the world, um, which is about uh, 25, 30 minutes south of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Louisville. Home of the Cardinals. Home of the Cardinals. At least you no. say Louisville, right? You don't say Louisville. Yeah, no. You say, well, that's it's Louisville. Say it. That's what I'm talking roll. about. No, it's Louisville. Yeah, oh, you got to roll from it. Kentucky, hey, you, say it with your chest. Sorry. It's like knowledge. Go ahead, Mr. Louisville. It's like knowledge, yeah. Yeah. So grew up in Barstown, uh, you know, smelling that sour mash every morning uh, before going to school. Um, went to Nelson County High School, played football from Pee Wee League all the way up to my senior year in high school, which was the 96-97 season. Uh, living in a small town back then, you know, it was small town living. I didn't know, know anything different. Uh, hanging out with the – I hung out with a little bit of everybody um, and then fell into like a kind of a, a bad crowd. Not really too bad, but bad enough that uh, I, I had to decide to get out of Barstown before I went to jail or prison or whatever. And uh, <laughs> I joined the Marine Corps in 97, uh, went to Paris Island uh, and Graduated boot camp, went to School of Infantry, uh, then went to 2nd Battalion, 8th Marines at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina Golf Company. Um, stayed with them for a while, did some several deployments, but going from my first deployment was Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Um, that was Shore a shit Force show. 96? Oh, God, that was a shit show, let me tell you. Hmm. Uh, was that 96? No, that was in 98. Yeah. Okay. 
So we initially went in in 96 and then in 98, we were the last Marine Corps unit there. So second battalion, eighth Marines golf company was the last company of Marines that was there. The 82nd airborne, uh, I want to say it was the H and S company from 82nd airborne came in and relieved us. And then they, after like two months, they gave the country back to the Haitian people, the government. And then, um, uh, once they did that, then the government fell again. So we had to go back in and take back over. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a shit show. Um, so you were in Haiti. What I remember about that, when I joined the Navy and went into the CBs, when we got to, when I got to the battalion, a whole bunch of guys had just came back from Haiti. That was mm -hmm. like the, the deployment for my battalion and a lot of the battalions then. And they were like, man, that was the craziest thing we've ever seen. Right. Because he was like, we would go. And we would build four hole burnouts so that they had a place to go to the bathroom. We'd build GP mediums. We'd put floors in them. They're like, dude, we drive off like 30 seconds later. They're like pulling all the wood apart. They're burning it. They're going oh, to, yeah. they're like, we just like built that for you guys. They were like, we almost had to set a watch so that they could go to the bathroom because right. they were like, no, 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 wood. We want the wood. We got to go build some shit. It was like, yeah. What, we should have just gave it to him off the truck and told him to do whatever he want with it. Cause obviously what we're making, that don't matter. <laughs> yeah. So now David, who we were, is this right here? That's Judy. my wife. I knew that's it. My, that's my beautiful wife. I was just hey, about to say it. Hey. First or second cousins. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Gosh. Where do you live Al? I'm coming. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Come on in and jack in. What's going on, Julie? How you I'm doing? Colder, Willis. <laughs> No, is that's, she, that's is she from Kentucky? Yes. Okay. She's so she's actually from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, so I, I didn't meet her. Uh, I was, uh, was going to ask you when you meet her. Yeah, two thousand one. So I'm I'm a dumb Marine. I got married when I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, now There's you're, no you're going to Marines. What are you talking about? You're going to laugh at this. What because... flavor crayons at the wedding reception? That's all I got to know. <laughs> Red. But <laughs> you're, you're going to laugh at this. So in typical Marine Corps fashion. Um, met this lady through a mutual friend. Uh, we dated for about a year and a half. She was working as a cashier, uh, at Kroger. Uh, I, yeah, I believe it was Kroger and, uh, her dad. Yeah. My wife said red. She's uh, awesome. I like her already. <laughs> and she's, a, she's a Marine's wife. That's oh, for sure. Shit. She, she'll give it out pretty good. Uh, nice. so met this lady didn't know. I mean, I dated her for about a year and a half. Now during that year and a half that we dated, I'm infantry. So either I was in the field training or I was deployed. So technically we dated probably about four months of that year and a half. Um, we got married October of 99. Uh, I went to California first of December, came back home uh, a day early on the advance party and caught her in bed with a squid. So I had to throw a that squid? What is that? Yeah. Navy yeah. What is that for all you Navy that's, people? That, he's lying because most of us are gay. Don't even go there. Like. <laughs> uh, that, that, Look, I, don't I don't know where I don't know where Al served, but yeah, you, I don't either. Man. I mean, you got a I lot of experience course, in that arena, dude. Pretty much like every Marines, like boat boo or whatever y'all call it on the ships. What do y'all call it, DJ? <laughs> the boat boos. Hey, look at that. It was all Bravo Juliet before Julie. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but anywho, you married so up, buddy. You married I did, up. I did. Yeah. I definitely married up because uh, 
after I caught her cheating on me with the podiatrist squid guy. Oh, he's a doctor. Um, she, she, hey, a podiatrist I too, mean, man. Yeah. So that's moving on up, bro. She, she turned out to be a stripper afterward, after the fact. So yeah, she started working at some club called Bada Booms that where you had to bring your you had to bring your own booze to see the girl strip. Hell so, yeah, they didn't even have their own liquor license yet. The boom boom room. Damn, <laughs> feels like that's like in uh, overseas. Yeah, no sex in the boom yeah, boom room. Yeah, and then I met Julie, and we actually November eighteenth tomorrow. Uh, or is it tomorrow? Today's what the seventeenth. Today's sixteenth. Uh, you got a couple days. Two days. Saturday. Saturday. That'd be Saturday. We will be married eighteen years. Congratulations. Nice. Eighteen out eighteen. Congratulations. Congratulations. I, so I tried to I'm, take I'm, this uh, comment down while you were had your head down, but James is on you, buddy. Well, yeah, we're the men's yeah. department of the Navy. That's for sure. Men's you know what? Somebody right? told me Not that lying. the other day, and as mm -hmm. soon as I told that guy, that's funny that you guys keep saying you're the men's department, but your paycheck says. Department, Department of the Navy. Of the Navy yeah. Absolutely. So how the, I mean, we pay you. How does that? I don't understand. That's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> so this is you're just this, lucky this, that we took you in. Otherwise, no, man. This I mean, you know. are a nice Uber driver. But this is this how you're going to know, man. <laughs> yeah. This, this there is you true. go. Give it back how, to him, Marine. You know, Fuck I know how to get to the bottom of stuff. Yeah, I get to the bottom of it. I get to the bottom of it. So when you found when you found the squib. Uh, aka Navy guy <laughs> in the bed with your wife. What you do? Did you kick his ass or did he jump out the bed butt naked and kick your ass? What's one happened? No, actually, I turned around and walked oh, away yeah. and went to my buddy's house and got drunk as fuck. I'd have gotten I, <laughs> you know why? See, you're not in the Navy. The you Navy guys, we'd have gotten in bed with him. We'd have been like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. Kick kick some ass. Yeah. You should have so, jumped in there and been like, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I don't know. It was a party. Do y'all still want this sheep in here? Are we, we still bringing this in? Oh, no, cheaper. No, yeah, it no, wouldn't have been yeah, worth no. it. Let's put it that way. It yeah. wouldn't have been worth it. Well, congrats on 18 years, brother. That's awesome. I, yeah, for that, sure. I've been, I, I've been sure. married 23 uh, with a small break in service. I got, I was married for 10 years, got divorced for a couple months, and then remarried the same woman. She, she was, oh, you know, that means I'm the fucking man. She couldn't get enough of it. She came back two times. Did she come back or did you find your way back? There's a difference. Does it even yeah. matter? Does that really matter? I mean, you were just talking like it was dusty in the room, bro. My eyes was dry. <laughs> oh, Allergy yeah. season. Oh, so Matt, Allergy Matt, get, get control of this whole crazy thing because yeah. we, we could sit here and act like juveniles for the whole hour, but you're gonna have oh, to. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Line. So so tell me we, will it, we're so, having too much fun. I think we're too friendly yeah. with each other. Let's keep this interview for sure, style going for sure. here. <laughs> so when you when you joined the Marine Corps, what made you I know you said that you had to get up and get out. Were you a Marine that uh they said you gotta join or you're gonna go to jail, or did you decide that's what you wanted to do before it happened? Uh, no, I decided to join the Marine Corps before that got before it got to that point. Nice. Um, so, from so very, why the Marine Corps? Uh, you know, I, my my whole family's Army. Uh, my dad was Army. My uncles were Army. Uh, my grandfather, my dad's dad, actually served in all four branches: nice. uh, the Marine Corps, Army, Navy, Dang. and uh, overachiever. Yeah. So. Um, I never met him. And when I was growing up, my grand, my, my mom's dad said that I would join the military. And so it was something that was always in the back of my head that I would go in the military. Uh, and then when I finally did decide to go, um, I was like, well, I want to be different. I'm going to, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. Um, so started talking to a recruiter, 
some of my friends had went to the Marine Corps a couple years before I did. And I was like, yep, that's where I'm going. So it just, I was, I was locked and ready to go. So, nice. so you did. So how long were you in total with? So I served from 97 to 01. And then I got out right as uh, right before nine 11, I got out in August A nine 11 happened. I was out for probably about, uh, two months and got to Western union to please report back to camp Lejeune for combat refresher training. And then I stayed until, uh, Oh four. And so that, that, uh, that recall for you, I've heard you talk about it before. Isn't that like the only time that's ever had, like they pulled people back like that? Yes. It was the first time the Marine Corps ever in the history of the Marine Corps ever activated the individual ready reserves. And wasn't that the time and they were doing stop loss during that Oh three Oh, yes. two, oh, three time frames. I remember I, I was in um, Korea with, with the Marines and a bunch of those guys were pissed because they, they were all, they were all like, y'all ain't getting out essentially. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So uh, like I said, I, I went on terminal leave the 1st of August. My uh, contract was up the uh, 1st of September. Um, so I was completely done with my first contract four years, two months and nine uh, 11 happened. And I knew right away being infantry, I was going back. So I called my mom. I was at work. I was working at a factory in Barstown and we, and we did the, uh, uh, plastic mold, the, the factory I was working at, we did a uh, plastic molding injection, uh, you know, like on ship, those big, um, storage totes that fold in and stuff. That's what I did for a little while. And, uh, we were, I was on break when, uh, the first plane hit and I called my mom. I was like, I'm going back. I said, just watch for a wait for a Western union. And sure, sure enough, I got one. So I had to go back. Did you go to, where'd you, did you, did y'all, uh, did your unit head down range? Did y'all go, where'd y'all go? Uh, we were, so we went, so we went back to Lejeune as a mobilization support battalion. Uh, they shipped us over to, um, some little base South of, uh, Baghdad. I forget what it was called um, it was, but we were, so we basically went over as working parties. So, so we yeah. would come in and set the GP tents up and shit like that. That's what we had to do, which is weird because, you know, here they are saying you got to come back from your civilian world yeah. and go over to do working parties. I'm like, it, it didn't make no sense to me. So, so the point where they recalled you back, were you already going, I, I think I want to go back. Like you had gotten out. Now you're working back in your home, like hometown, when they when they brought the letter, were you excited? Were you already thinking about going back? Would that have been yeah. something that you would have done anyway? Oh, I would have done it in a heartbeat. Uh, I was yeah. already, I was already in the process of talking to an army recruiter to go into the army to finish out my twenty. Uh, then nine eleven happened. They put that on hold, uh, and then I got my letter to report back. Um, so after after I got out the the in oh four. Um, I went back and talked to the same armor recruiter and this is what's fucked up. So I got two honorable discharges, got two DD, two DD two fourteens from the Marine Corps, went talk to armor recruiter. And this is at the time when the military changed the uh, policy on tattoos. You couldn't have tattoos below your elbow. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> I, I remember had, <laughs> I had the big grim reaper here at that time. And, uh, Sorry, James is texting there on the screen. Um, so went and talked to the armor recruiter, had it set up. I was going to go from E5 to E6, go to Germany for five years, $50,000 enlistment bonus. Then I was changing my MOS from uh, infantry to telecommunications. Uh, had it all in black and white. And 
sent it up to MEPS. The same doctor who signed my paperwork for the Marine Corps denied me for the Army. Now, here is here's the reason he denied me. He said because I had asthmatic symptoms as a child. Never never was diagnosed with asthma, but had asthmatic symptoms. I'm Dang. like, you got to be fucking kidding me, doc. Here is your was he doctor. Was the What's doctor that? old? Because I remember when I was in recruiting, we would go to MEPS, and you'd see the MEPS doctor, like this, the, the chief medical officer. He'd mm-hmm. walk out the hall, he'd be like, damn, man, he, he's not going to make it to work tomorrow. Yeah. And no, doctor he's really walk down the hall. So he's probably like, ah, no good. You're like, dude, you've already passed me twice. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So we fought it all the way up to a full bird colonel over uh, recruiting over the eastern seaboard, and it still couldn't get approved. They wouldn't approve it. Um, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And Even I with two DD-214s, four, yeah. I joined. I I pretty much joined the military twice. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, third time's a charm, man. Let's roll. Yeah. I mean, I would have I would have done 20 in a heartbeat wow. if I if they would have. So in the Marine Corps, when you're infantry, you're infantry. It's so hard to switch out unless you go force recon, MARSOC. Uh, but as infantry, you can't change your MOS. Uh for one, we're, it's a smaller branch than compared to the Army or the Navy. So the billets that are open and that's available for those, there's not many. So my plan was to go in the Army and finish 20. My wife can tell you, if she's still watching, that uh, she broke up with me uh, the third time uh, because <laughs> I was going back into the military. So she said, so she, wait, you, you said she broke up with you for the third time. Yeah. Well, I broke up with her twice. Oh, we shit. We got back together, and then the third time I was planning on joining the military, go back into the military, and she's like, I can't be with somebody who's in the military. So um, we broke up. I was in Lejeune at the time. Um, I got out, went to Texas to Fort uh, Fort Hood. Is that Fort Hood outside of San Antonio, right? Say again? Uh, Fort, uh, what's, what's the base outside of, uh, San Antonio? Is that yeah, Fort, Fort Sam Houston? Sam Houston. Or Houston, Sam Houston. So I went to visit some friends out there. Uh, my car broke down at the time. So I got a Greyhound bus back and my dad was supposed to pick me up and lo and behold, he had to work. So he called Julie and she met me and we've been together ever since. Nice. So. She's like, so you finally came to your senses. You're ready to yeah. like. You're you're ready to 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 be to to be away from all this now, right? Yeah, yeah. I forgive so we, you. I'll take you back. So we dated. Uh, I don't I don't know uh, since 2000. I don't know. We dated we dated for a while, and then um, we got married in 2005. So yeah. So, so you did that one right? Yes. Yes. You, you didn't that. make it sound better saying we were together for a year, even though you dated for four months. I get it. Like you yeah, had to make yeah. sure. No, we dated did. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> nice man. So, uh, I, so married. I know that you got you got two daughters, right? Yes, sir. Two daughters. Yeah. One sixteen, yeah. one fifteen. Dang. Straight A students. Uh, Thank God. God bless you, bro. I got yeah, one daughter. Dude. One. It's. How <laughs> so you doing? They get their smarts from their mama. Uh, they get their attitude smart man. from them. Uh, <laughs> Not very so. smart man. I don't know. Don't say that. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm smart. Don't get me wrong. I'm smart, but my wife is uber smart. I mean, she graduated college uh, in three years with a double major in history communications with a minor in uh, political science. Mm, So my wife, I I always tell people I married up, she married way down. So uh, she should be running for president, dude. You married up and she settled. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I tell my wife. That's pretty much I think it's all of our wives because I've met I was going to say, if you look at the screen, uh, she's pretty much a genius. So I don't know. (laughs) I, I, Scott, Scott may not be in that situation though. They're both (laughs) legit. Like they're both legit. Like that's like superheroes there. I definitely married up for sure. Oh, yeah. I married up. Now, my wife's way smarter than me, bro. Boy. I married, I, Boy, I married yeah. laterally, you know what I'm saying? Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you married laterally twice, dog. Twice, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, Willis, I got a question for you, my friend. Yes, sir. Now, I, I had the honor and the privilege of being on your podcast. Can you tell yes, us sir. a little bit about your podcast and what it is that you guys are doing over there? Because I, I had a good time, man. And I just want to, again, tell you thank you for letting me – you know, get on well, there. It, it was my pleasure to have you guys on the podcast. Uh, my podcast is called Homefront Sit Rep. Uh, I started it back in February, I believe it was. Um, I started with the partner, uh, unfortunately, personal, personal, personal reasons is why she's no longer with me here side by side. So, uh, my podcast focuses mainly on the veteran service organizations from around the country, mm-hmm. uh, not just locally, but around the country. Uh, we also bring in uh, veteran business owners, and we also bring in just veterans like you guys, um, just to, so you can tell your story. Um, and when I, when I started this journey, I started looking at all the veteran podcasters that were out there at the time, and none of them focused on the veteran service organizations that are out helping veterans. Um so when we started this, we're like, that's going to be our niche. Let's let's go in. Let's highlight these grassroots um, veteran service organizations that are actually doing it for the right reason and not for the funding and not for the number. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you go back and look at some of the previous podcasts, I think the only national uh, name brand that we've had has been Mission 22. Uh, and the reason being is because 22 a day is too many for us, mm-hmm. uh, for our brothers and sisters that we lose every day. So I brought uh, the guy, the guy, he's the uh, national director for the uh, resiliency and recovery program on and uh, just let him talk about what he does and, you know, the program that they have there at Mission 22. And uh, so, yeah, we we focus, like I said, we focus on uh, the grassroots um Veteran service organizations like the one down in Florida called the Hope Project, which is a retired Navy chaplain. Uh, I think he's Navy. He could be Army. Uh, David Trojden. Uh, he can't remember numbers. Oh, that's that's bad, Danielle. Uh, David Trojden, he what he does with his organization is they rescue horses. And then in turn, when they rescue these horses, they do equine therapy with veterans and veteran families. Um, and then, um, Elton, Elton East out in Bristol, Virginia, he, he runs the wayward warrior ranch out there. It's a faith-based organization and, uh, they do horsemanship with veterans. Uh, so yeah, me getting to meet all these different service organizations from around the country, what that allows me to do is if I have a vet that comes up that I meet and he says, well, I'm dealing with this or I'm dealing with that. Um, then we can help them. I can point them in the right direction of, Hey, go see, go, go talk to this person. Or I can call that person and say, Hey, I got this vet that needs your help. Can you help them? Uh, that way I can, inter, you know, interlink them together. Um, like last night I was on the phone, uh, probably about 10 o'clock last night. 
with uh, Dan McSparren, who runs the AT&T Veterans Arizona chapter. They have a uh, service dog program. Well, there's a vet in Wheeling, West Virginia that James knows that uh, was told by Canine for Warriors that he couldn't get a service dog until 2025. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's 2023 and you're telling me he can't get a dog till 2025. Mm. Something's wrong with that picture. So luckily I knew Dan and I called Dan up. I said, Hey, I got this guy. Um, he needs a service dog. And he was told that he couldn't get one till 2025. So we're in the process now of getting the veteran in West Virginia hooked up with a service dog that would be coming from, uh, Arizona. So, um, we just got to find the right dog for them because they can do either a puppy and let the veteran bond with that puppy until the puppy's old enough to be trained as a service dog, or we can find an older dog for him and uh, send the dog to him as a already trained. So that's what they're working on, working the details out now. So, yeah, if you guys need some help on that, man, reach out to us. We know, we, we, we know some people that might be able to help as well. Awesome. Yeah, uh, if, if it falls through, I will fall back on that. <clears throat> yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, so, uh, Willis, what we're going to do now, man, we got to go pay some bills, you know, keep keep the lights on per se. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about some things you guys got going on in the future. And I don't yes, know, sir. the seat might get hot a little bit. I'm sure you're ready all for right, that. All right, hot seat. All right, we'll see you in a minute. <laughs> get ready to groove to the electrifying sounds of DJ Royalty, the maestro of mixing who knows how to turn any event into an unforgettable dance sensation. Royalty Entertainment is here to bring you the ultimate musical experience straight from the ones and twos in your ears and through your body to activate them dancing shoes. Get ready to sweat, party, and have a good time while your DJ needs are being blazed by none other than me, DJ Royalty. I have spent years crafting together a DJ entertainment empire that promises a customized blend of musical tracks, mixing mastery, and top quality sound, all while providing a vibrant ambiance to accommodate any of your DJ needs. Royalty Entertainment Services is your premier one-stop shop for top-tier musical entertainment and is hosted by yours truly. For more information, reservations, and booking, feel free to look around the website at GoDJRoyalty.com. I am DJ Royalty, and this has been another Royalty Entertainment production. Yeah. Got Your Six Culture is a veteran-owned t-shirt company that's making a powerful impact, one t-shirt at a time. These guys are simply badass. Whether you're a proud veteran or a family member or a patriot at heart, you're going to find the perfect tee that speaks directly to your soul. But wait, there's more. When you shop at Got Your Six Culture, you're not just supporting veterans, you're supporting American small business. You're also supporting the dream of veteran-owned small businesses around the world. And these guys put heart and passion into everything through designing all their t-shirts right here in the USA, ensuring you have top-notch quality in every design that you purchase. Show your appreciation for veterans and first responders today and head over to gotyoursixculture.com and browse their amazing collection of products. And guess what? Our friends at Got Your Six have a badass treat special for our listeners. Use the code TRIPLETHREAD at checkout and get an exclusive 15% discount on your purchase. So show your support for our heroes of country and community. Shop at gotyoursixculture.com right now. And don't forget to use the code TRIPLETHREAT at checkout for an additional 15% off. Hashtag same flag, same oath. 
What's going on, veteran family? Jeff with Veteran Mortgage Solutions here. And if your days of opening doors like this are done, and now you're ready to open doors like this, then come join us any Tuesday or Thursday for our free VA Home Loan Boot Camp so that you can understand the VA Home Loan benefit that you earned from your time and service. Click the link below, choose whichever date works best for you. We'll see you in there. Somebody was a baby shark about to play. What was going on with that? <laughs> oh, okay, my man. It's a real, real ass. You know, you know, you like that video, dude. Come on now, real dickhead move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love man. that video. It's so funny. Hey, don't worry, dude. I'm gonna have the. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna have Al Hero live in studio with me. On the next podcast really and oh, he's gonna real? be in florida yeah yeah he's gonna be in florida but he's gonna be here with me just tune in you'll see oh, oh very cool here we fucking go virtual some virtual reality <laughs> shit yeah a fucking hologram well if you make me a hologram can you make me a little bit taller than i am like make me look taller i than promise I'm you will appear to be way taller than you are yeah so. can i put that on my hey, face so for the ladies <laughs> <laughs> so uh so check this out i'm i'm super excited for for david to be on i i like all the the other podcasts that we've be, become involved with and and had spoken to and all the the network he's putting together i mean every time we we find people it seems like we just attract to each other you know because that's kind of what we did we have a very large network here in houston you know in pensacola now and then he, he's doing the same thing in my hometown. Uh, he was a sentimental favorite for me once I found out he was from Kentucky. So let's let's bring him back. He's a yeah, fucking yeah, G. He's a, he's a G, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank Welcome you, back, Marine. Hey, I'm glad to be back. You, you, Who you rocked didn't get you? during the break, right? Your wife didn't come down and be like, "Are you kidding me right now?" No, she. Did I you, had the bunker door locked. You look that bunk. If I didn't, if I just clicked on bunker and, didn't know, secured, and I didn't gentlemen. know what was going on in this podcast right now, and I seen Davis background, he looks like he's down there making fucking pipe bombs, getting ready to overthrow a tyrannical government right fucking yeah, now. Yeah, the videos are coming. Yeah. Red team go, red team go, red team go. <laughs> Here, let me drop it down. There we go. There you go. That's Hell yeah. everybody always asks me why I use this damn football like I'm some kind of coach or something. I just well, I you are. Like, I just, you kind of look like yeah. a coach. Yeah, you do. Man. Yeah, you look well, like he, he is. He is the coach. This is my Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. He's our coach. He's our exactly. coach, pretty much. Yeah, okay. he's got the game plan every week. He's got the playbook ready. You see, yeah, like, you see how he threw a flag on us earlier and told us, "All right, all right, flag on the play." Hey, you guys are getting <laughs> off track. Get your ass back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's game. roll. Let's roll. Yeah, oh, it's tied. He's the producer, the man, yeah. the myth, the legend. Oh man, <laughs> oh man, I couldn't do it without him. So, oh look at that guy. He looked scary. So, uh, David, tell me for all that you guys do up there. I know that you have a huge network of people that you've you've met. You're working with. You just talked about being nationwide. You talked about you know all of the the things that that you get involved to. But is, what do you guys have going on right now? Is there anything? that you want to share about what's going on now, things people can get involved with, things that are coming up. Like, what do you guys have that you want to share? Yeah, so we we just did the uh, uh, Veterans Day thing at Mission Barbecue, which was uh, we had Sergeant Major Brown 
who is 96 years old, uh, still drives a candy apple red Corvette all over the place. And this dude was sharp as a tack, you know, to be 96 years old. Um, so we did that. Uh, that was a big event. It was also the 30th anniversary of uh, Operation Gothic Serpent, uh, which my buddy James Thornton, if he's still on, he was involved with uh, the 10th Mountain during that, uh, which is otherwise known as Black Hawk Down, the movie. Uh, James actually was there. He lived it live. Uh, so we are working on putting together some uh, veteran concerts next year. Um, we're going to do, I think, a total of five uh, throughout the Bullock County area. Um, so we're, we're going to do one in Mount Washington. We're going to do actually two in Mount Washington. Um, then we're going to do one in Shepherdsville, one in Lebanon Junction, and one in Hillview. Um, and each one of these concerts will go to uh, the, the proceeds will go to different veteran service organizations around the um, Bullock County, Louisville uh, metro area. Uh, so that's that's coming up next year. Um, James has um, got the AVTT uh, veteran, uh, Vietnam veteran traveling wall um, coming to Shepherdsville next year. It'll be here for five days, July 25th through the 30th. Um, during the day we will have live music and stuff like that. And then at nighttime, it's, it's all serious business at nighttime. Uh, it's taps will be played and, uh, people can come and sit at the wall. It's an 80% replica. Uh, James can go into more detail, uh, about that later on if you guys, uh, want. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's all kinds of, um, veteran events coming up. We're working on doing next year for veterans day out here in bullet County, where we're working on getting a, uh, 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 that's my buddy, Mike Unsel there. He's a Marine too. Um, we're working on getting a, uh, a Marine? It, yeah, he's, he's a Marine. He, I, I, he he's from Barstown as well from my hometown. And it's hoorah. And, uh, it's hoorah, not hoo Okay. Just it's hoorah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so there we got all kinds of things. 2024 huh? is going to be super, super busy. Uh, there's just a, a shitload of events coming up, and uh, I'm staying busy with the podcast. I am actually officially booked all the way out to the first or second week of January now. Nice. I am taking a two-week break uh, from for uh, starting before Christmas and into the new year, uh, and I'll just release some uh, previously recorded ones. Uh, so yeah, it's, and then uh, we got our tip of the spear that's coming up here shortly, uh, the 29th. Um, that's with you guys, uh, the Misfit Nation show with Rich LaMonica, uh, I Am Pitts podcast. Um, we, we got some special guests coming on. Uh, one of the guests is a retired lieutenant colonel. Uh, he is a lawyer locally, uh, Carl Truman. Uh, he um, is a personal injury lawyer, but he also... He's an also an author. Uh, what? The? Uh, and then we got uh, one of my good friends, Donald Bramer, who is a uh, former naval intelligence officer. He's also um, a military news analyst for most of your major networks. Um, he is the founder of the Bramer Group, uh, which is uh lobbyist up in dc for veterans they lobby for veteran uh veteran rights and stuff like that up in dc uh he's also the founder of the Amer or co-founder of the american freedom fund 
And then he's also uh, involved with the military equestrian something I forget. So he's going to be on as well. And then I think nice. you guys might have some guests. So that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I think yeah. it's for our second one. I think we're really going to have a really good show there. Um, definitely excited. Uh, Rich says that if we get too many more guests, it's going to be more like the uh, uh, the View instead of a, a podcast of veterans talking Bro, about. Bro, that'll that. never be like that'll, The View. I promise that you that. That'll never happen. <laughs> not while there's air in my yeah. lungs. Not while there's air in these little baby lungs. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, man. Well, I tell you what. So I do know that in listening to your podcast and listening to early ones, right, Willis? Mm -hmm. uh, you were in from what was 97 to 04. Yes, sir. Right. And what I remember that 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 reaches out to me, I, I wanted to, to ask you on ours today. Like, how's your uh, are, are you making progress with the claim that you submitted? Somebody finally talked you into doing it. You didn't think you needed to do it. But how is the journey going for you? Because there's a lot of people that listen that have maybe been out for a long time and they don't mm -hmm. think they can do it. Like, walk us through how how's that process going for you do you feel it's easy hard like do you have help like who have you reached out to kind of give some people a little bit of insight to how you got moving all right so yes i've been out since 2004 and uh i i'm i'm like most vets out there um i'm not i'm not that bad off so when it comes to going to the va and stuff i'm like oh there's other vets that need it worse than i do so for the longest time my wife uh, will tell you, uh, she hounded me for almost 15 years. Hey, you need to go to VA. You need to go to VA. And I kept putting it off. Well, when I started the journey of doing the podcast, um, here I am preaching that uh, um, people need to go to the VA and do this. Well, I had to not be a hypocrite, and so I had to start my journey. Uh, so far, uh the journey is slow. Uh, unfortunately, it is painstaking. Um, I've had my, uh, I filed my letter of intent. What did James tell him? <laughs> uh, yeah, James, is, James has had a real hard way to go too, but he's got some good news coming up, I believe. Uh, so on my journey, uh, I'm just now starting. So I filed my letter of intent, done my initial doctor's visits. Um, went back and had a second follow-up and then i go back december 1st uh for some more blood work uh and then december 4th for my next visit so yeah it's and my thing with the va is i work a normal day job so from seven o'clock in the morning to whenever i get done and I'll, I'll set an appointment up for a day that i know i can get off early so normally i'll try to go around 3 4 o'clock to the va locally uh, because that's when I could, that's when I'm available. I can get there. And they called me up uh, like a day or two before I'm supposed to be. Um, hey, get off my wife, James. <laughs> um, so they called me up like the day before, two days before, and say, Well, we need to change your appointment to this one. I'm like, No, I can't. The appointments are set for when I can make it. You can't just call me two days prior and, and change my appointment. Uh, it's not like I'm sitting at home twiddling my thumbs all day long. Uh, I actually have, have a day job. So for me, that's very frustrating. And I can understand why a lot of veterans out there get frustrated with the VA system. Um, because if you, like me, if I set something in stone, this is the way I'm supposed to go. And if you change change that, 
then it's a trigger for me. Like I have to, like if I have to leave at three forty-five, and if I'm leaving at three forty-six, I'm triggered. You um, must have been so, UA a lot. Me UA? Yeah. No, never, never. <laughs> well, I, I think wanna... you know what, James. I think that because uh, you you're you're up in an area that's not you know compared to other places in the country, it's not populated, right? As far as like big city, so. I think the thing I want to portray to people is like, it's different depending on where you live. Right. Like if you mm -hmm. live in a place like Houston, where me, Scott and Ty are from, some of that stuff goes a little bit quicker. Right. Because you're so much bigger. There's more, you know, assets there, but like, you just gotta, it, it is painstaking. You gotta be patient. I, I'm sure it's frustrating, but like, have they given you alternatives to set that or they told you this is the day? Uh, so normally I can pick the day. Um, okay which is which is good so louisville is so my va is in louisville so at one time louisville was the 16th largest city in the country uh so it, it's actually a pretty decent sized city um and there's va clinics uh so you got the main hospital and then you got the va clinics you got one newburgh stony brook uh and i forget there's others around um so yeah the, the for me to get in is it's okay, but it's it's more of having the people staff there to to yeah. to do everything. Right. Um, that's the the why they keep saying, well, we don't have somebody here then, so um, never hire a an attorney. Yeah, you always want somebody who's actually been in it, James, for sure. You're you're wrong, James. When I got in trouble with the police, that's who I hired, and they got me out of jail after about six seven days. So. You're wrong on that account, buddy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if you, if you, if you steal a real sure. car, James, you got to uh, hire civilian attorneys. Yeah. Throw that out there. I think, though, one, one thing that I, I would tell anybody that's out there, right, when you're, you know, th there's a lot of guys that have put off the the decision to go, you know, file and get what you need. Yeah. Anybody that's on here listening, you just need to go go to your local VFW. They have service officers there. They'll sit with you. They'll talk to you. They'll help you, right? Like th there's there's things you can do, right? There's local places you can go um, as long as, oh, okay. Well, you and Al are going to hang out. That's, I already that's know. That's the it. one comment Al puts up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but Matt, your, your story is the same way, though. I mean, yeah. it, it was a while for you, and then me and you sat down and just discussed, and I was like, what are you waiting on? Why are you not doing this? And you For did sure. it and it worked out. Yep. And but I again, that's what I'm saying. I think it's different depending on where you're going to be, right? Because when I when I finally did mine and I did what I needed to do, I got my appointments. I went and then I just waited, right? It was just, I think the difference is I was two years removed, and you know, Willis, you're what, twenty, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so many years gone. You, I, I've heard you talk about it in your podcast. Buddy yeah. letters are important. Because you're yes. going to have to go find people that can help yeah. and do those things. And so that's why it's painstaking. So I think for anybody that's watching that if you're on active duty and you're coming up to get out, just do your shit. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. piggyback off of that. Um, so Michelle is a female veteran from Bryson City, North Carolina. She's uh, a sweetheart. Um, I met her. Uh, we did a... Um, uh, a camp out at camp hero down in uh, mcnee kentucky and she came up from north carolina and uh, she's she's sweet lady uh so i'm gonna piggyback off what you just said matt when it comes to military members if you're active duty right now 
if you get hurt, make sure you report that shit. Don't don't not go to BA or whatever medical station or whatever you want to call it. Go and report that. Uh, my dumb ass when I was in the military was told, hey, don't report this. Don't report that. Don't report this. And that's where I'm falling back on. Like Matt mentioned, happened to find uh, Marines that were that I served with that knew me then and knew what happened. Like a prime example, we were in Thessaloniki, Greece, and uh, I was back in, in the back of a, a Humvee, uh, had the troop strap up, and uh, the driver, Lance Corporal Wolf, um, decided he was going to hit that willy nilly at 60 mile an hour and about. So he hit the Creek and the two of us that were in the very back of the Humvee fell out into the Creek. Uh, I was knocked out for at least two minutes. Um, so, you know, trying to find a buddy letter for that. Well, unfortunately I come to find out when I was trying to track down the driver, uh, he passed away two years ago. Mm. So, you know, now I'm trying to track down, uh, you know, other Marines from my squad that was in the back of the Humvee. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't have Facebook back then. You know, it was something new. Um, so we didn't keep in contact like that. Um, but I've recently gotten in contact with a lot of the guys that I served with. And uh, just trying to get, you know, buddy letters together for shit that happened in the military. So me personally, this is what I'm going to tell anybody who's listening, watching, whatever. If you're in the military, make sure you report that shit. Um, because if you don't, when you get out of the VA or when you get out of the military and you go to the VA and you're trying to get this, well, you're going to have to prove what happened to you. If it's not in your medical records, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, it didn't happen in the military. Yeah. So they're going to fight you. That's where buddy letters, buddy letters are just as good as uh, your medical records. But so get buddy letters. If you, if you're already out, make sure you get buddy letters. Okay. Uh, buddy letters will help you. Got a question for you there, Willis. Yes, sir. Since you, since you brought it up. So you said you was in the Humvee flying mm -hmm. down, hit a bump. Now I, I would, I would probably put a couple of dollars on it. Say there were no brothers in that Humvee with you, huh? Oh, there was. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, man. Usually we don't do that shit. What, what his name was? Uh, Haskins <laughs> was his last name. What is it? Haskins, his last yeah, name. Yeah, Haskins. Haskins. Yeah, he went to all white school. They know brothers I know name Haskins. They ain't gonna get no Johnson, Smiths, and shit like that. You know, Humvee. All right, man. Listen, Johnson, Matt Johnson. I, when I heard your name, I thought you was black till I saw y'all. Like, oh shit, Matt Johnson. Damn it. But anyway, yeah, I just wonder, man. Not, not to you know, just to put a light on it. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to the one who's not here anymore. But just to put a lot on the situation, when I hear people tell those kind of stories, I listen to it and say, what the hell he did? What? Oh, no, yeah. we don't do that kind of shit. But I, obviously I was wrong, man. So well, we were a bunch of Marines. And we were. Oh, uh, that explains it. That's Marine shit. Yeah. That's why. We Damn, didn't have our grounds. Now, the reason I didn't report what happened was because the Lance Corporal, Lance Corporal Wolf, his daddy was a one-star general. Hmm. So we were like, let's not get Wolf in trouble with his right. daddy in the Marine Corps. So we didn't report it. Crazy. Um, you know, so yeah. Crazy. And when, try, trying to track him down, you know, reaching out to people. And they're like, dude, Wolf died two, three years ago. I'm mm. like, you got to be fucking kidding me, you know? Do you do you find that a lot of guys that uh, you're reaching out to to get these letters when you're talking to them and saying, hey, I'm filing this thing. I need some help. Like, and, do you remember? Are you there? Whatever. Do you find those guys asking you questions? Not like, I'm sure it's not like, yeah, I remember, I'll write it. But do they start asking you questions? Do you find that they haven't done anything either? And then you're like able to 
kind of help yeah, them get there, through there's the two? Yeah, there's a few yeah. of them that hasn't done anything with the VA. Uh, some of them are kind of in the same boat I was. You know, I've since I got out of the military, I've always had, you know, medical insurance. So I always went to private doctors or, you know, whatever. Um, and a lot of them are like, well, I, I don't need to go to the VA. I'm like, yes, you do. Matter of fact, I talked to a guy that was a uh, through my job, a Korean veteran, never been to the VA, never. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you need to go to the VA. Yeah. He goes, I don't need it. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You still rate it. You need to go. Yeah, here's uh, so Willis, what you're that that's what I was gonna say is, I, and when me and Matt talked, it was the same way because he was like, I don't really remember ever getting whatever, right? But I think for veterans, even if you don't remember having an injury man if you think about all the rucksack runs and all the pts Mm -hmm. and all the all the things that your body went through we're we're conditioned in the military like you just mentioned we don't report we don't go to medical Mm -hmm. because if if i go to medical now i'm not operational anymore and i can't go do what i got to do right i can't maybe i don't deploy maybe i can't go down range with my team or whatever so you just don't report it but down the road once your service is over you you really don't know the effect that all of that, that just grueling, I mean, Scott was on ships up and down ladder wells, mm-hmm. you know, sleeping on, on rough, these falling rails. Down ladder you, rails. Yeah. Falling down. You don't realize. Yeah. But that was your fault. You fell down the ladder. Well, down the road. Right. Man. You know, you don't realize it. So we tell people all the time, even if you don't have, you don't think you had anything or you don't remember yeah. going to medical yeah. as yeah. a veteran, you are doing your, not only yourself, but your family, if you, especially if you're married, you have kids, mm-hmm. you're doing your family a, a huge disservice because yeah. if if something happens to me, and I didn't and I didn't go to the VA, and and down the road it's like, man, his body's destroyed. Your lower back, your knees, your yep. shoulders are destroyed. Twenty two years in the service, I didn't get that just by doing a normal job, right? All those issues came along or are gonna come along down the road yeah. um, from our military service. So if you don't go. And you don't reach out to somebody and say, "Hey, I'm going to the VA. I'm going to figure this out," or just ask. I think I've run, I've run into vets at, at, here in Pensacola that are like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not doing it." Like it's almost a pride thing. Like, and I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm prideful. I don't. I don't have any problems. You yeah, don't but you're proud that. on the first, aren't you? Yeah, bro. But you don't yeah. know that. That you <laughs> don't know that you don't have a problem yeah. until one day. Then you do, and you're like, "Damn!" Right. Like you said, if you just go. And get it looked at, get a buddy letter, file a claim, then yep. then you're taken care of, right? Stop being so prideful, pull your head out your ass and take your ass to a VA, file a claim. If you served in the, the military, you deserve it, right? There's or you deserve to at least have the ability to file and, and, and get looked at in case something in the future comes up. Yep. Yeah. Now your yeah. knees don't work, you're in a damn wheelchair and you never filed. Well, this is like, this is don't thing. don't don't let your pride affect you know your future right yes the the thing you got to think about though that i think another perspective of it is that you know when you're in the military and you're serving we're we're mission we're mission oriented right Mm -hmm. so what happens is we we hurt a little bit because we pt and then we had to do it if we hurt a little bit you say we suck it the fuck up we suck it the fuck up we'll we'll deal with it later but this is what happens people i'm gonna tell you real life this has happened to me i've slowed down now wear these glasses because the light makes my migraines kick up and everything but anyway what happens and is, you look cool yeah well thank right you. i think it's more but cool what happens, but what saying. happens is this man <laughs> is that you're you you ignore your body for so long 
that when you get out and now, you know what I'm saying, your body's like, hey, bro, remember me? Yeah, remember me 20 years ago when you joined that shit you did and you start, you can run up hills yeah. and wrestle in the barracks and carry caskets and do all that stuff. And you never took the time to go to the doctor and, and, and pay attention to these little things I did. Now, you're home and you don't have nowhere to go and everything hurts. Like, there's times yeah. I wake up, bro, and everything hurts. And it's because of those years that you, you know, you ignored it. And now your body's telling you like, yeah, you remember me, brother? And on another serious note, I had a, a senior chief friend of mine who was young, man, retired. Uh, I think he's like 40 something years old. Got out muscles, super well in shape. He got out, went to the gym. He told his wife in the morning that he wasn't feeling too well. He's going to go to the gym and work it out. Went to the gym, went to the gym, got on the treadmill and his heart exploded. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we don't pay attention to the things because we're too busy. We have too much stuff going on and we get out and then it hits you yeah. and we have nothing in our record. So we're sort of like, you know what? I don't have yeah. none of that stuff in my well, record. The, so the mental side of it, Scott, is a big deal too. People don't sure. don't remember that piece of it, right? Because you can say, okay, you know, I've, I've been in combat. Ty's been in combat. Willis has been in combat. But there's people who they maybe they haven't ever been in combat, right? They've never done anything like that. But that doesn't mean you don't have to be right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, like he, he was didn't saying, pay his man. internet bill. <laughs> uh, well, but I, I'll tell you real quick, though, real quick. So here's here's what you here here's what we do now. So we just talked about you know there's going to be times where things are hard. It's gonna it, it's gonna hit you. You don't ever go tell anybody what's going on with it. You need to go do that. And all that stuff, like it turns up the heat on you whenever you're you're out there and you're you're doing what you got to do. And I yeah. think that uh, at the point we're at right now, I don't know, Willis. I think the heat's about to be turned up on you. Yeah, because I see shit. something that shows that uh, the heat's coming. Are you oh, ready shit. for it? I'm ready. Yeah, you've seen this before, yeah. I have. I have. Uh oh, here we go. Yo, yo, yo! Well, you know what time this is. <laughs> You know what? I thought about it. You know, oh, Willis, I'm not going to give you too much heat, but I got to give you some hot peppers, man. I got to give you a little bit of peppers in the seat. All right. All right. We're just going to start it off right. All right. By choice. Your choice, sir. Would you all rather right. have a bowl of chili or a bowl of gumbo? Mm, bowl of chili for sure. Bowl of chili, he says. All right. Are you a country guy or a rock and roll guy? Hmm. I would say country. Okay. All right. With that, then, give me your top five country artists of all time. Ooh, top five. Top um, five. All right. So um, you got the Highwaymen, which is Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, and Merle Haggard, mm -hmm. um, Garth Brooks. Um, let's see who else. Um, Uh, uh, Clint Black and uh, I love Rita. All right, so you say that's four. I think I got four. I seen Clinton Black, uh, Garth Brooks, Reba Garth Brooks. You said Waylon Jennings. Okay. Uh, Chris Chris Christopherson, the Highwayman. Got, that was um, Highwayman. That's what it was. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that's uh, three or four right. guys there. All right. The top five rap songs of all time. Your top five. Mm, my top five rap. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right, so yeah, Ice Ice Baby could be one. I'm I'm cool. No, hell no. Okay, just checking. 
No, uh, in the trunk by too short. Okay. Uh, uh, forget about Dre, Dr. Dre. Okay. Um, lose yourself by Eminem. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, Miss Jackson by the Outcasts. My man. And uh, let's go, Rough Rider anthems, DMX. I like it. So tell me this: when you, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Who says the high part? Is it your wife, Julie, or you that says, "Ooh, I oh, that's, that's, that's my wife for sure. Okay. <laughs> I figured that. I, I, I could already tell that Julie was that. Ooh, I, oh I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good with that. Shout out to Julie. <laughs> we love you, Julie. All right. So since we're saying talking a little bit about talking a little bit about Julie, this is for you, my friend Willis. Are you a quickie guy or a slow and steady guy in the bedroom oh man none of your wife is on here she, she go and julie feel free to 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 shout him out if he's wrong <laughs> my daughters are watching too they just screamed <laughs> <laughs> sorry kid it's your bedtime what time is it it's nine o'clock oh i don't know if i can answer that with him up there okay um, you can say yeah yeah you, you probably can't. We, we, get, we, can skip, we can skip that one for for say. We can go back to that. You can say Q or S. You can sneak it in when the kids are listening. All right. All right. All right. Whew. Are you a rifle person or a handgun type of guy? Oh, man. That's a hard one. I love guns in general. Mm -hmm. um, I figured that. Kind of saw it. Uh, I, I'm going to say I, I like the rifle myself. Gotcha. The rifle. I can reach out and touch somebody a long distance with a rifle. Gotcha. Okay, now we're talking pickup trucks. Are you mm -hmm. a Ford, Chevy, Dodge, or GMC type of guy? Chevy all the way. Chevy, Chevy truck. All right, Chevy truck. He says, "Gotcha." All right, now you're 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 in Texas now. So let's just say you don't have any Kentucky. You can't go back to Kentucky. All right. you're, you're here in Texas. You have to be a fan of one of these NFL teams. Would you go with the mm -hmm. Cowboys or the Texans? Mm, I'd have to go probably with the the. God. Be careful, man. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to have to say the Dallas Cowboys, and the reason being Oof. is because because my brother was a Dallas Cowboys fan, and he passed mm. away in '94. So I'll have to go with the Cowboys. Rest in peace to your brother. We're like, we're, 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 we're roll with the Cowboys on me on behalf of that. All right. Okay, we're getting down to the last couple here. What is Willis? What is your biggest fear? Hmm. Biggest fear for me would have to be losing a brother or sister to suicide because mm -hmm. I I wasn't able to help them. Mm. Okay. I like that. All right. Here we go. And I'm going to get you out of the hot seat, but I got to make it hot for you. All right, all right. You're about to get into a battle, man. Big dog battle. And you only can take one person with you. But the one person that you can choose is one of the four of us in this podcast. Myself, Matt, Ty, or Al. Who are you taking with you? Mm, that's a that's a hell of a hot seat. Uh, hmm. You only can take one. Mm -hmm. I think I would take Al with me just because uh, <laughs> we would have a lot of fun. I could see us having a lot of fun. All right, good question. All right, there you go. And we're gonna fuck, and we gonna fuck some shit up too. We, <laughs> we go. We're gonna put rounds, warheads on foreheads. We there fuck you go. Some shit up. 
I should have worn right. that shirt, man. I got that shirt. So so we got it. We got to go back to four. Q or S? Hmm. S. Okay. Slow wide. Okay. Julie, is this true? Some silk. Okay. Go okay. Yeah. Silk got some it. silk, some Jodeci. Okay. I got it. All right, man. Yeah, <laughs> out of the hot seat. They are busting Shout- out laughing. <laughs> Shouts out to my man, Will. See, that wasn't too bad. You answered all nah. the questions. That was pretty good, man. Appreciate That's that. Yes, Let me get some horns. Ty, you on the. I got to. Gotta... There we go. Next so, week, I'm my stuff up. So, Will, it's coming up next. You, you you like to pick sports, too? Oh, I love sports, man. Well, let's do it, man. I can't seem hey, to get out of the dungeon, though. This before you do that, Matt, before you do that, one of our Uh-oh. one of my one of our uh followers, man, <laughs> one of our dear followers that we have, which is happens to be my brother, right? My brother Mindy's man, he watches us all the time. He sent me a text message, man, and lets me know that he he messed with our podcast. But you know, I, I feel like my brother is struggling a little bit with uh he sent me a text, he say. He's not sure what's wrong, but sometimes, you know, he questions his existence. He'd rather be back in the Navy. So he last weekend, he walked 20 miles to gather himself. And, and this is my brother, man. We've known each other for over 20 years. And, you know, I just want you to know, Eric Mendes, if you're listening, brother, we got you. You know, our hearts are with you. You always got family here. I want to bring you on because you got some good stuff to tell the people. He he does a lot of good stuff for veterans. He's a real humble guy, real sincere guy. This is my brother. I love him. So you know your thought, your my thoughts and prayers are always going to be with you. I'm going to call you when I get off this podcast. But I for do sure. want to appreciate you for watching, and I, I'm I'm thankful yeah. that you know watching our podcast helps you through whatever it is that you're going through at any time, brother. So I just wanted to shout yeah. you out. Yeah. I, I mean, Scott, and too, for him, man, I tell you what, a lot of guys go through that, right? Like, what am I going to do? I'm out. I don't have sailors. I don't have Marines. I don't have soldiers. I'm not in that arena anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Just get involved somewhere, man. Yeah, you lose Go, that go to a VFW. Go to an American Legion. Find a nonprofit. There he is right there. Own podcast. Yeah, man. Like, Hurrah, CB. Hey, look, mm-hmm. and, and he's he lives he lives by us, right? Yep. He needs to bring his ass to Tomball this Saturday and come hang yeah. out with us, watch a comedy show, watch some veterans tell some jokes, and just laugh, dude. Get yeah, around some like-minded people and just, yeah. you know. Let's, yeah, I offer that to him. His, his uh, daughter's birthday is this Saturday. So shots out to her and happy birthday to her. Oh, yeah. there you go. That's yeah. more important than a comedy show. But call us. Like, we do all kinds of stuff, man. We're going to show you some events that are coming up here soon. Mindy's, you need to reach out to Kyle Shudik and the Project Zero. Figure yep. out how you can get onto one of their trips. Go fishing with them. Go overland. Just go do something, right? I'll get around you, some bro. people that can help you. Yeah, I'll even for go sure. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of organizations out there that you can get yeah. involved with, man, that uh, just building that camaraderie uh, backup that you lose once you get out of the military. Uh, get involved for sure, definitely. Um, because for me, getting involved with the veteran community has helped my tremors, my nightmares, every my PTS, everything. So definitely get involved, man. It, it will help you tremendously. So yeah. And Eric Scott said he'll go with you, but you know he can't. He you know he can't swim. You know why he can't swim? So he ain't getting in the water with you. But look, he's the same as me. But he can look. We both can swim, and Eric Mendes can swim like a fish, man. He he likes oh, yeah. him though. He looked like you know he might yeah, yeah, swim a yeah. little bit. <laughs> He's a light skinned brother. He can swim a little bit. Yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. So all right. So let's 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 jump let's into this it. thing then. 
Let's see what this looks like. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I, I'm embarrassed, bro, this week. I'm yeah, but I'm so in the basement, dude. It's like it's killing me. Unless I did we pretty few, good last uh, week. I can't we got remember. a few announcements first. Oh, that's right. Announcements. Yeah, we'll hit these up real quick. There we go. Upcoming events. Don't feed the sharks. Just like we were talking about earlier, whenever uh, you, you need a question asked, please go to your veteran service or the, your uh, your VFW service officer. Uh, don't go to the people that are actually on this list. If you're seeing these people, these people are not VA accredited representatives. So, you know, they can they can swindle you. Yeah, I mean, I th think about it this way. If, if somebody is ever going to charge you to help you get what you earn from being in the military, they're probably not the person you want to talk to in the beginning, right? Definitely. The people that are going to help you truly as a veteran, they're going to help make sure that you get the, the, the care that you need or they're going to help you do those things. They do it because they care about veterans. So just think about that. VFW is, is one of those big resources. They train people to do that. Go see them. Yeah, fuck those posers. Yeah. <laughs> so Project Zero, I think uh, if, if I'm not... If I'm not wrong, Ty, they're pretty much wrapping down for the year. They just did a big event in Amarillo this weekend. They yeah, I was kind of leaving uh, this slide up there just for uh, the gentleman. Yeah, uh, right for sure. In, so yeah, they're, they they're winding right down for the weekend. They're coming up with next year's schedule. But yeah, I mean, it, listen, it, this isn't just for like fishing and overlanding and hanging out. If you need some help, man, reach out to these guys. They can help you. And you know, we're, we're still looking for nominations. Mitchell Rufin is donating a roof for Project Zero. They want to help a veteran in need uh, this holiday season. It's, it's all paid for. You know somebody, uh, nominate them, send their information in. You can send it to us. You can go to the Project Zero Facebook page. You can nominate them through there. Um, whichever way that you want to do it, uh, they're just trying to get as many people as they can to kind of take a look at it and see who they can help this year. In fact, nominate me. My my single wide needs a new uh, new metal roof. So you hook a hook a brother up in the trailer hood. They ain't coming in <laughs> a single wide. <laughs> All right, Article Fifteen Comedy Tour is coming. The next show is going to be tomorrow tomorrow in Victoria, and then Saturday in Tomball, Texas. We will yeah, be Tomball. The Fill the room. Saturday in Tomball. Going to be yep. there. Yeah, if you, you Tomball is going to be big, man. We're going to be there. They're going to be there. Come hang out. Come fellowship. Come see some things. And uh, it's a good show. If you haven't seen these guys, they are funny as hell, man. With a capital F. Yeah. And uh, so I know, Ty, when we first started our podcast, man, we were like a couple episodes in. And this book right here, it's in the screen, but it's right here. This book was on the reading list for us uh, that you put out for us. And I didn't even realize that it wasn't out then. But this book, Borderline, is written by uh, Vincent Vargas. Uh, he uh, was in the Army. He was in the Border Patrol. I I've been listening to a lot of this guy. He was a corrections officer. The dude has done a lot of things in his lifetime to help his community and his country. And uh, Got Your Six, one of the, the podcast sponsors, we're just very, very fortunate that we're, we're going to have the honor of like hosting him here locally in Texas to do That's a... Awesome. Uh, Pretty much, you meet the author, right? You get to meet him. You can talk to him. You can ask him questions. You can get a book signed. We got limited, you know, books available for him to be able to sign. We got him in the mail the other day. Uh, Facebook message got your six culture directly if you want to pre-order a book. If you want to uh, secure one for yourself, you can do that. 
but we're going to be December the 2nd at Project Taylor Brewing, another veteran-owned company. Uh, just meet this guy, man. He has an amazing story. And uh, matter of fact, like we're going to be lucky to talk to him here in, in uh, about a week. So you yep. know, stay tuned. I, I've been on this. I've been listening to the audio book, man, for the last three days. And I'm going to tell you, this guy is something serious, man. And, um, yeah. you know, because I'm just be honest, man, if it comes down to reading the book, I just don't have I just don't I, I, I can't say I don't have time because I can make time. You make time for what's important. But because it was important. I knew that I wanted to know. I knew that I wanted to listen. So I got the audio book and I just put it in my car and listened to it. And I'm telling you, man, them stories have me in my car. Like, man, I like, I'm just, it's, it's absolutely, it's some good stuff, man. It's a very good uh, read, a good listen. If you, if you want to listen to something, this guy got some awesome stories. He's done a whole lot of stuff. It's dope. Yeah. And, and the thing that I like the most about his audio book is he read it's his it. voice? Yeah, it's his voice. He didn't have somebody else read this book. Like th this guy, like it's important for him to get this this story out. I mean, so for anybody that doesn't know, this book is really going to take you through. Oh yeah, uh, you're, you're what it's like lot. to be a border patrol agent and what's going on right now. Like we see it in the news, but do you really know? Like if you read mm -hmm. this book, you're going to get an inside picture to what's really like how it works, right? Like yep. what's really going on. And I like that he read it because like. You know, it's, you it's his story, and he should be the voice. one to read it. Yeah, yeah, he personal. should be the one to read it for sure. I, I feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? When you hear him, it's just yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. So I can't wait to meet him. I can't wait for him to come down. If you're in the Fulcher, Texas area, and you want to come out to do it, uh, Project Halo Brewery, where we're doing the event at, has already said if you want to pre-order a book, go ahead and do it. For anybody that's pre-ordered a book or anybody that buys a book at the event, they're very limited. You get a free pint of beer to buy a book for that's a guy awesome. that served his country and community. I mean, you can't go wrong, dude. You can't go wrong. I'm starting Pretty to do awesome. my push-ups and stuff just because I, <laughs> I listened to that book, man. I'm like, you know what? I don't have no excuse because, man, listening to him, I was just like, bro, I need to stop. I need to get myself together. I'm yeah, on jumping jump. jacks, push-ups, sit-ups. Yeah. I'm about to get back. Yeah. So here you can see the uh, the whole reading list. We had Borderline, then Can't Hurt Me, and which I, yep. which I'll say just to wax poetic just for a second. I'm sorry uh, about this. Like I listened to that, but most of those stories I had already heard either through some kind of social media or something. So I had heard most of the stories and Can't Trust Me. But man, when Never Finished came out, I put I bought that, and then when I drove up to that uh, Dallas show with Drew Hernandez, I listened to this book. Man, mm. the drive up there felt like it went just like that. And then driving back, you know, I finished that book. And it yeah. is that second book is amazing. When he brings his moms on and they and he asks her about the situation that was going on. Oh man, I'm driving yeah, man. on, you know, shaking on I-45. So mm. Mm. And then, and then combat, combat vet yeah. doesn't mean crazy. Like all of us have seen combat, you know, we've, I've deployed it many times, you know, there's all kinds of things that, that we've been through, but you know, that does not mean the things that you're feeling are crazy. Every emotion you have is meant to be had, you know, that's why you have that emotion. It's meant to be used to get yourself better. So get out there just like project zero says. And then Absolutely. of course, conflict, I, this, this man was, you know, my generations, uh, Norman Schwarzkopf and, and, and Colin Powell, you know, those are the first military heroes of like my generation. You know, I remember in high school, those were the, those were the men of, of, you know, desert storm. And then, so serving under him in the 101st and then, 
him being literally the person that wrote the book on coin. It is, uh, it's, it's an amazing, this, I've only gotten a little bit into this, but it's pretty amazing as well. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we are uploading to all of your favorite listening sites right now. So, uh, we're going to be available on everything, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, all of those. So we're starting to get those things connected so that you can take it with you into your car. We're going to be on iHeartRadio? Yeah, iHeartRadio has a podcast oh, awesome. platform. We I just should probably to pay it, closer right? attention. Matt, is, you're, you're a damn networking yeah. genius. So right now we got a couple Matt. episodes that are loaded. Go in there, uh, j- just view them, share them with people. At the end of the day, uh, my, man, my man Willis on here, he's the guy that I've heard this from uh, a lot. And it's true. Like, if we can help one veteran at a time, then that's what's most important. So, like, let's just get out there and help everybody, man. Yep. One yep. veteran at a time, for sure. Yep. A- absolutely. And that's a perfect seg- segue into this. Uh, I was going to ask, David, you know, the the group update that we can do for, like, Tip of the Spear. I'm sure that we can incorporate, you know, and ask Berto. He's an actual licensed clinical social worker. We could have people, you know, message into all of our podcasts, ask Berto. And he could answer some of the questions live back on air. If you would, you know, hashtag that with Asperto yeah. to any of our podcasts, it, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, especially tip of the spear in this one. I don't know if everybody else wants to do it, but yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. that would be something really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if, if, if you want to go ahead and and send in a question that you would like one of our friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast, uh, Berto fight licensed clinical social worker, we'll get him to answer it on air. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. the hot seat. All right, here we are. Sports. Here we go. I'm not for sure if this slideshow rendered. Yeah. Before you jump, I was gonna, I'm gonna plug my little brother. So if if there's veterans out here watching or veterans that are looking for work, um, so my little brother Mike, he was a prior army. He owns a a low voltage electricity company, and they travel quite a bit. Um, it's called Hero Integrated Technologies, and he's always looking to hire and train veterans. And it doesn't matter where you live. Um, he's got a good training program and he, I mean, he's got people in Wisconsin and Louisiana and Georgia, um, Alabama. So if you're looking for work and you're looking for a, a trade skill um, and, and really, really good pay um, and some travel, right. If you want to get out there and travel and do some work, he has contracts with companies like Crosscom and Walmart and Dollar Generals and Six Below's and just different companies. And he does all the low voltage stuff, right. All the wiring for Sam's clubs, they wire in new builds. They go in and repair. If a computer at Walmart goes in, they're the ones who go in and troubleshoot that cable and repair it and replace it. So if you're looking for work, um, reach out to the podcast. And if anybody's looking or, or, or wanting some work, hit me up and I'll uh, get you the contact for my for my little brother. Yeah, reach out to the podcast too and we can get it to Al right away if you want to do that as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so it looks like my damn thing's not rendering again. So here's the picks for this week. All right, here, here's what happened. Good, bad, good, good, and good. I got one game, bro. And I went with Al's team, even though Al's been turning his back on me, man, every week. He's got my damn <laughs> Buffalo's losing because he switched sides oh, on me. Oh, went 4 0, dude. Hey, Scott. You are in the dungeon. God That's okay. Right. No, only, only reason why I'm in the dungeon, man, is because you guys. Because you pick Colorado every week. Listen, and guess bro. What, and guess what? All I'm going to say is week. it doesn't matter. I'm not in the dungeon anymore. <laughs> so I'm just happy I am not at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, pretty close. I'm to, not, dude. I mean, I'm one step above. The only thing I can do is keep are. going up. 
no, yeah. no. After this week, you're going right back down because I'm 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 nah. going hardball now. Okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> so you're not gonna I, go I, left side I was, anymore. I, you're, you're no, not, no, so you're picking Abilene Christian, I'm assuming. Listen, I was I was <laughs> listen, I was picking Kentucky because my man tied. I picked yeah. Georgia because my man uh, I was I was going with my with my boys, even though I noticed that you guys start getting real on me and switching up on me, right? You thought I thought you guys were my boys. Oh but you turned your back on me. So now Julie's on Julie hit camp, dude. Julie's uh, in your camp. Your stock just went here? even higher, Julie. Julie said Neon Dion is a freaking beast. Yeah, he was as a player, not doing so hot as a Julie, coach. Don't let Julie, don't let them do that to you. Hey, don't get it twisted. He's still he's still three hundred percent more wins guys, than last year. Oh he my one God. game last Look, year. You guys, he's already you guys said that he's three hundred percent better than last year. It's there you gotta go. be good. But, but listen to this. Listen to this. The 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 Colorado Buffaloes have only got their butt kicked one time. Once. Every other game has been one score. It's been either a field goal or a touchdown every other game. So it's just that as soon as they get everything together, they're going to be fine. But people are already turning their back and saying, oh, I told you he wasn't this, he wasn't that. Bro, he is in the game every single game, except for that one Oregon game where they got their butt kicked. You know what's crazy? Other than that, he's in there. I, I talk shit about Dion and I give you hell on him, but like I'm, I'm, I mean, you heard last week on last week's podcast, I'm a shit talker just like Dion because I'm the first one to be like, if he'd shut his mouth and stop with all this flash and bullshit, just play football, he would be, he'd probably be better. But I'm just like him too. I can't even talk no shit about him. You know what I mean? But this is the thing, man. If you don't have, if you, if you don't have the confidence in your team, to to want to give them the thing of it is there is only one Dion. He's trying to make people get what he naturally had, and that's hard. You see his his boys have a little bit of that. They're going to play. You never hear the quarterback complaining about getting sacked fifty thousand times. He never puts the blame on anybody. He does what he has to do. But these other guys, they got to pick it up, man. They got to pick it up, and then we're going to be good. But guess what? If it this this year, they're not going to get what they want. But I guarantee you. Y'all sit back and watch. Uh, we're going to be back here again. You guys are going to say, oh, man, Dion is the – yeah, I already knew it. So nope. it's happening. Okay. <laughs> you nope. still going to buy – hey, they're going to win this week. You're still going to buy the bottles. You're not out of the – you're not out of the house. Bro, here's the catch. If they win this week, I'm I'm then, then they've won the five games I said they would win because they're not beating Washington, not even close. So I win either way. No, and you I, said they're not going to win five games. No, as Ty, go back. I picked yeah. them to win five games. He picked them to go. Yeah, that's true. He said they were going to win five games? Yeah, yes, I did. Games. I thought you yeah, said they I, weren't I going to win five it. games. No, I, I picked five games, and they might yeah. win five games. Put that, put that graphic back up. Put it up, bro. I, I don't have it right now. God damn. It, uh, my damn thing's not rendering when I that's because that's because Al's got numbers, that politician kind numbers, of feel to him, bro. Numbers, he's always got he that good luck. Yeah, he said they're not going to win five games. That's the reason why we're waiting for the five. Because if they win five, we win. No, if they win no, five, no, I pick no, them to win no, five. Hold on, hold on. Uh oh, all hell. In fact, numbers don't lie, bitches do. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, how many games they got left? Two, two. Three. My computer man. They got three they, games uh, left, right? May roll three over and die. Left. Yeah, we're fine, man. We're gonna be okay. But remember how winning works. The closest to the the closest Gator to the boat wins. So if they win six, you pick nine. Ty pick nine or ten. Matt pick six or seven. That ain't how that works. I don't. Bro, lose I just need the them to win to five. You I don't even care how many wins they get at this point. I just need to get enough wins to get yeah, a get present five. in the mail. Yeah. I just need to get five wins. So if I win, what do I get? 
These nuts. Oh, I don't like. <laughs> well, hey, hey, sailor, I'm all about them. <laughs> I'll take uh, that, sailor. <laughs> my, my daughter is kicking the floor up there, bro. <laughs> look, look, look. Julie said she. Look, you got a whole bunch of whole bunch of things coming soon. There you go, Al. There you go. Yeah, you know what? Hey, we're gonna get you a T-shirt to say that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Do it, Done. I like that. I like that. My favorite e- phrase. E equals R, baby. Effort equals R. What I what, and recruiting actually listen all the time too. And Matt used to fucking kill me for it. Pressure bus pipes, motherfucker. Pressure, pressure bus pipes, motherfucker. Nah, my favorite saying is put an egg in your booty and beat it. That's my favorite. <laughs> pressure I, pressure uh-uh. bus pipes. No. No, mm. that pressure versus pipes. Every time Al was in a ranking board, right? We'd mm-hmm. be trying to like figure out who the number one guy is, and and Al's arguing. And every time they would say their guy was better, I would be like, "Pressure versus pipes, motherfucker! My guy's over in <laughs> wherever. He's got no help. He's got nothing. Your guy's in this area. There's walk-ins, all this bullshit. He's like pressure, and everybody would just they'd get quiet." I'm like, what the f- what's going on here? All right, so let's go ahead and get these things out the way, man. I didn't went on my rant about house first. No cheating. No, uh, yeah, he, yeah. I went five and zero. Oh, he's first. That's how y'all did me when I went five and zero oh last week. Uh, who went five and zero? Oh? Ty. 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 Oh Ty's yeah, sneaky, he, bro. He went against his team. I thought. I thought Ty didn't pick Georgia though. No, Ty he, picked no, Georgia. He's Ty smart. Did. I picked. I picked against my boys. I picked he against sure my did. team. Mm. I picked all correct games. I can't help it. Five and zero, baby. Hey, winners win. Yeah. All right. Shit, all right. I'm, this is gonna mm. be good. This is gonna be fun. South Carolina. So they playing the Gamecocks. UK's playing the Gamecocks. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. That's gonna be a tough pick right there. What'd you do? No, I mean, it's not. Are you? Did you? Uh, are you going? Did you do Texas A and M already? No, you're going. Uh, uh, Ty, you're, you you went. Look, I'm, I'm on the bottom. I'm on the bottom of the barrel. Stays ahead, bro. Yeah, I'll wait for everybody to pick, yep. and he's like, "That yep, sounds good. I'm gonna go with that." So I'm with a that being the case, country boy from Georgia, bro. I ain't smart, but I I I know how to follow the lead. You, you know, know how to cheat on a test. We know that's how you I'll, fucking uh, test the ASVAB. I'll, I'll go first. I don't have no. I don't know. You already know. I, don't have no <laughs> I, I got no problem either. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, check this out. I'm going to take Abilene Christian, Texas A&M, because they're gonna win this game. Colorado's <laughs> going to beat Washington. Uh, <laughs> don't you laugh like that, brother. Sorry. Oh, I hurt. My sister's on this podcast. She oh, just... I love your sister, too. I do. Uh, I will say yeah. shit. Colorado, I'm standing with my chest. Colorado's going to beat Washington. They're going to get it. Uh, Georgia is going to beat Tennessee. And ooh, Kentucky and South Carolina. Damn it, bro. I know. Man, I, I think you guys do this on purpose, bro. You set you set the stuff up on the left hand side just for me, Ty. You do this all the time. <laughs> you do this on you do this on purpose. I'm going the whole left side again. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm the left side in. is like our people. You know, left. You know, the left side is Matt, so I'm it always what, stays I'm there. I'm rolling with my brother. on your left, now, Paul. I'm looking at this from a producer perspective. To my man, Matt. <laughs> I'm rolling with you and your Texas A&M crew. To myself, the one and only DJ Royalty, and my man Coach Prime, and my sister Crystal Banks Thomas in the house. I'm rolling with CU. Like uh, I'm sending with my chest for my man Al Hero, who don't even want to give me no love. That's been wishy washy with me. I'm still riding with my brother. <laughs> I'm going Georgia. To my man Coach Ty in the place to be. When you say Ty, you know why? 
UK all day. We're going the blue side on the left side, and I'm going FSU, not because anybody else, because my man, what you talk about, Willis, is on the podcast with me. I'm going FSU because I can tell by the way he's leaning that that's where I should go. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, they're playing a high school, so I'm with you on that. <laughs> there it is. Love you, sis. All right, who's next? I'll go. Go ahead, T.Y. Uh, Abilene Christian. <laughs> Definitely a <laughs> and uh, I'm going with uh, Colorado over Washington State. Okay, my man. Uh, I got Georgia because I don't like Tennessee. Let me tell you a funny story real quick. So I, I'm from Kentucky, from Corbin, Kentucky. But when I was stationed at, at Fort Campbell for 10 years, my car got registered in Tennessee. So I got a Tennessee license plate. You know, even though like two thirds, most of it, it's called Fort Campbell, Kentucky, but most of it's in Tennessee. I didn't even like having a Tennessee license plate. So I can't pick Tennessee for those mm-hmm. reasons. Uh, so I go with Georgia. And then, of course, Kentucky is going to beat South Carolina. Uh, between the hedges, and then uh, FSU is definitely going to destroy North Alabama. So I have no chance of moving ahead because Ty is doing the exact same thing I'm doing. Which no, is sir. No. Matt's going to do the same thing, and so is Al. I guarantee you, everybody's going left side. Everybody's going left side. Have to. Raise your hand if you're not going all left side. I see you. Okay, Willis. Okay. All right. Go ahead. That's because Al's going to take Washington State, bro. You already know. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's. I understand. That's okay. You already he's know. Gonna, he's going to lose. So it. I'm going to take. I'm going to take a And M because now we're going to play real football. Jimbo's yep. gone. That's all okay. I'm saying. Uh, go ahead, Washington. Go ahead and I'll say take it, Colorado, okay. bro. I I believe Colorado's going to win a game before the end of the year. I'm already okay. in the barrel. We're good. Right. Colorado's right. going to win. They're and playing really Friday night take, too. I really want to take Tennessee, but Georgia's playing good right now. But I'm still going to go Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking uh, Kentucky, and I'm taking Florida State. Yep, you're all left side for sure. Go ahead. No, I'm not. I took Tennessee, bro. You took Tennessee over. You took Tennessee over Georgia. I did. You wow. stupid as fuck, bro. Why, <laughs> bro? They just put up like a fucking fifty something points on Ole Miss. Did they? But that's not Tennessee. Ding 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 ding. The pick is in. No, no, I'm good with it. I think they're gonna right. win. I'm going all left side. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's an easy pick. Washington State is is fucking. What are they? Four and six as well. Yeah. So this would be their fifth win, and they lose the rest of the season. Y'all just gonna keep me. Y'all gonna keep me in the ball of the bear. That's okay. I, I'm but I'm with it because I'm I'm good with having these dubs. And then next the week after is really going to go down. Well, I mean, worst yeah. case, Matt wins one that we don't. And he's still the fucking yeah. bottom of the fucking totem yeah. pole. Nah, bro. I'll be third place then, dude. Come right, down. We, we got to let Willis pick. Let Will yeah. pick. Oh, shit, yeah. Big Will. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> All right, Sorry, so. Willis. No, you're good. Um, Texas A&M. Yep. Uh, I'm going to roll with Dion. All right. Oh God, I hate Tennessee, That's but right, I want to see Georgia. But do I want to see, but I want to see Georgia lose. Everybody um, does. So I'm gonna go Tennessee. Because you pick them doesn't mean they're gonna. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. See? I'm a Cardinal fan. I got you. And I hate Kentucky. Oh my gosh. So I'm going South Carolina. <laughs> You're never invited back ever again. <laughs> and. 
That's fine. I want to see FSU lose because they are ACC, but they're going to beat North Alabama. Yeah. So. No, you should just go ahead and take North Alabama, bro. You and Abilene Christian. Two and five, you're good. Anything can happen. Anything can oh, happen. Oh, your wife said you could keep your ass in the basement, bro. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't and gonna so be you, no you slow loving tonight, too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fast. Ain't gonna be okay. slow. Hey, t- tell Julie to give us her picks. Who you got, Julie? <laughs> hey, she'll, she'll give you picks, picks in the chat, Julie. She'll she'll probably go all left side, knowing Julie. Yeah, that's been the now, popular pick. The, one of our pickers all year. There. Y'all don't have my game up there. Hey, Andrew Sharp, what's your you game? Oh, you damn right, we don't have Louisville, your game Miami. up there. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't matter. Neither one of those teams are running for anything. It's okay. Hey, hey, hey now. Louisville's what, hey. ranked number ninth in the country. Are they? I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I, if, I don't if, want if Louisville, Louisville to win, but I want if, them to beat everybody else they play. I, I'll give you that. I used to love it with when um, – when uh, what's his name played there? I can't even remember his name. Come on, bro. Lamar Jackson. Let's go. No, before – it was yeah, but, but that's not who I'm talking about. Before him, when before Petrino him? was there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, there yep. you go. Teddy Bridgewater, oh, Teddy man. Teddy B. Man, Teddy yeah. Br- he, he was something else in, in he college. Was tough, I mean, he was something bro. else in the NFL. But in college, man, yeah, he yeah. was awesome. So, he yeah, I want, the Broncos I, want Louisville, I want Louisville to win out. That way they'll play um, FSU in the ACC championship. If they win beat. that, hey, now, come on now. That's yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. Might, That's a weird thing, though. Like half my family's Louisville fans, and half my family's Kentucky fans. So, do, is it the same with you? Like half your family's one, yes. and half, yeah, yes. I mean, it's so not Grace, like it. It doesn't get like that heated, though, right? It's just like a funny ribbon thing. Like other uh-uh. people down here, down here in Texas, and then people yeah. get angry and fight. Yes, they but do. Like Louisville, well, Julie and Kentucky I can't like, even. Yeah. Julie and I can't even watch the U of L UK game in the same room. Right. We yeah. can't do it. Bro, and, look at this. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Julie, That's I like so it. That's so awesome. Yep. I tell you what, she's awesome. I'm telling you. Yep. I got me a good one. You do. Dang. You she do, got a house. Hey, like, hey, she got a sister. No Louisville gear. She's going to watch the Buffaloes with me anytime, Julie, even if you yeah. got to leave Willis at home because he doesn't want to see it. Oh, yes, she does have a sister, but uh, she's a Cardinal fan. Uh, Is she married? Uh, yes. <laughs> Damn, she got a brother? I'm, I'm not picky. <laughs> oh, hey. Fucking cat? A hey, goldfish? While we're on sports, man, I got to give a big shout out to my son. BJ, man, he is tearing up the field over there. Hey, I see year. the video, bro. Hey, hey, man. your boy, he fumbled on purpose, picked it back up, and scored. Hey, man, like, that's hey. some real shit. He just hey, threw he's like, focused, hey. man. He's about that. So shout out to him and the Germantown Red Devils are out there getting it. They got a game tomorrow. This is uh, they're in the playoffs. They got this week, and if they win, they got next week so they got two more but they're going to try to take it all the way they're undefeated right now so shout out to my man okay german town is he the only black kid on a team in german oh no oh absolutely oh. not I, I, he might they, yeah, the, he's the only one that puts the ball on the ground and goes you can try and get it <laughs> picks it up and goes for a touchdown yeah shout out to my man hey BT scott i saw that i saw that on uh social media that yeah. play was yeah incredible he's, yeah, he, yeah, yeah he's nasty bro yeah, he's getting it, man. So I'm super play. proud. Man. His real, hey, his his real dad's probably super proud of him because he's real athletic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get his autograph now? It's gonna be worth Absolutely. a lot of money. Hey, man, it is. It's it's my man. 
Yep. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving special. Thanksgiving special. We got the guy that wrote the book we talked about earlier, Rocco Vargas, coming on next week. We have to learn a bit a little about him. Talk about his book. Promote his book signing. That's one that you guys want to tune into for sure. Yeah, that'll be live on Tuesday instead of Thursday. So we'll be coming live Tuesday next week at 8 p.m. Uh, Man, if I met him in a dark alley, I'd probably turn around. And yeah, if you away. met him in a dark alley, it's a bad deal, man. I'm just yeah. going to tell you right now, it's a bad <laughs> hey, day. Hey, you, hey, you going to get dark jobs because you ain't going to fight yeah. him. I'm, hey, you, how do you feel about a dry tuggy, bro? Don't, don't punch him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a badass dude, man. I, I got a lot of respect for that dude. And just listening to that book, man, I'm all, geez, I'm excited. Uh, a lot of the sentiment I want to convey, like with the, the podcast, is, uh, you know, veterans that transition from a long, you know, like a, you know, 15, 20 year military career, transitioned out of the military and then became a veteran business owner. So, Quentin Smith was a first sergeant I, I served with. We deployed together three times and um, he transitioned out of the military, had all all the issues that, you know, one could have while transitioning out of the military and then became a, a successful business owner. So we'll talk to him. Oh, yeah. OK, sorry. I was I was. So this is uh, he was actually my high school baseball coach is one of the reasons I actually joined the military, stayed on my ass pretty hard. Um, you know, as a coach. And as hey, a, hey, hey, watch, watch your tone. You said he stayed on your ass pretty hard. <laughs> no, he, was in, hey. he was in the Air Force. I was on his ass. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm just saying. But, you I said mean, he it. did I'm, play baseball. Balls and strike. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Hey, it's a podcast, hey, man. Remember? People hear what you say matters. Uh, he was a phenomenal coach, phenomenal mentor. He uh, was in the <laughs> Air Force he for a long time. He's a, a pilot in the Air Force. <laughs> um, got out, transitioned to civilian life. He's, uh, he's, he's authored a couple of books. They're up there right now, Pell Horse, uh, and he's yeah. done a quite a couple, quite a quite a couple big things when it comes to being an author or just some other stuff. So I'm um, glad you got him up your ass pretty hard. I, I don't mind it as long as he pays a bill, bro. Keep his lights on in his single wide, motherfucker. Hey, <laughs> my internet keeps going out because my neighbor must be changing the Wi-Fi password on me and shit. <laughs> 14 December, it'll be uh, it'll be us. 21 December, Larry Driscoll. Uh, producer note here: uh, Al is delinquent on getting me some information and some. I got you. I, I want to apologize. Uh, I'm always delinquent, um, whatever. But Larry Driscoll is phenomenal. So he's uh, he was in the Navy uh, as a security officer. Um, he was in recruiting for a while, but prior to that, he was an NYPD uh, police officer. Um, he was a uh, correctional officer at Rikers Island. In fact, I have to bring it on the podcast when he's on. But he gave me a box of like stuff that they confiscated homemade shanks, tattoo guns, wow. dominoes made out of soap, but he was, he's phenomenal. He's done, he's done a little bit of everything in his career. I mean, his, he could, I mean, his story could be turned into a movie or a book because he's wow. done so much. He's done. Was, I mean, he, he's, was he ever on your ass pretty hard? Uh, always. Yeah. He, so he, I, and I'll tell the story about how, how he physically no. assaulted me, but I'm not going to tell it right now. No, no. I'm not going to tell it right now. We can't no, no, tell no. that story, dude. Backing up fight. one to the one that's just us, we did have the fortunate uh, opportunity to get the Misfit Nation podcast host Rich LaMonica on for the 14th of December. Awesome. So, cool. Oh, yeah, just my bad. Update. My bad. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, that was like last minute. We just found that yeah, one out. So I, I put it go. on the other. Like other yep. Yeah. Yeah, 11 January, Gary Walker, retired senior chief. He does a, a, a big mentoring program in uh, Atlanta. 
I know the three of us that were in the Navy here know him pretty good. I can't wait to hear him on and hear him talk about the things they're doing over there to mentor and help the, the young kids in our nation to uh, be able to do bigger things. So it's going to be a good time. Hey, I know she. Go ahead, Scott. I can't do it, though. I can't do it like you do it, Ty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I've, I've been watching this this uh, lady, this whole troop. I mean, all these guys were very instrumental in me transitioning out of the Army because, like like we've all touched on, I was wired really, really tight through all the deployments I was on. So when I went in 2017 and, like, cold turkey got out, I didn't know how to act. So a lot of my getting back and just seeing the funny, cynical side of someone that, you know, evidently wasn't in the military anymore and then seeing the comedy side of it it literally helped me yeah. through that transition um it, it, it was instrumental in, in a way because you know laughter is is a wonderful medicine and mm-hmm. every one of these people in this bottom left picture are they hilarious. all have me hysterical they're i mean these people are are just hilarious to me that's why i'm stalking every one of them to get them on the podcast mm-hmm so yeah, I've got this update. It's with Gary Walker. So yeah, and then we're the Warriors and whiskey is on four January. So yep. And uh, the twenty eighth time uh, we'll we'll talk offline, but I don't I don't think he's gonna he's gonna be on. So we we'll have an opening on the twenty eighth probably. So oh, it'll just be good. us. Happy hey, New I'm Year. Go. I thought Happy you'd out there, guys. Uh, James Thornton. Y'all oh, there should, you go. The, y'all should get James Thornton. Uh, the, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be the awesome. Black Hawk Down story. Yeah. 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 There you go. Dude. See. There yeah, we go. James, we'll produce the whole damn segment right here on, on live. <laughs> yeah, That's James what happens Gordon, when you man, get his... five podcast hosts on one podcast, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> oh, his story, man, will bring a friggin' tear to your eye, bro. Um, if, if you want to see it, go to warriorrounds.com and you can find James's video on there. Holy fuck. Uh, I, I will tell you, it brought a tear to my eye, man. And I'm like, oh. But yeah, him and Bobby Bobby E. Boyd, who is a uh, uh, Grammy award-winning songwriter. Uh, so what Warrior Rounds does is they pair veterans and uh, uh, singer-songwriters together, and they create a song of the veteran's life. Oh yeah, yeah, and I've seen that. I've seen it. In James's story, bro, uh, the shit that he went through to for him to be up walking and doing what he does for veterans. Uh, is simply uh, amazing. So definitely, I would tell you guys he would be a great guy for your podcast. Um, cool. Well, Very speaking cool. of great guys for our podcast, Willis, man, we appreciate you coming to ours, man. It's been a pleasure and an honor having you in there, chilling with us, man. Like I told you, you're like a brother, man. You, you brother. Now, I love man. it. And Julie, right. Julie's sister now. You know what I mean? She likes, she likes Neon Dion. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me ha- thanks for letting me come on here and hang out with you guys. Um, I'll see you guys on the 29th. Uh, keep me up, man. We'll be rocking and rolling. All right. As always, you know, this is the time of the show where I have to let everybody have their last words. I am DJ Royal T, a.k.a. Blake, a.k.a. Chief Blake, a.k.a. Scott, a.k.a. DJ, what you want to call me. I'm going to answer if it's right. But I do want to say to everybody who's out there watching us, whether you're watching us on YouTube, whether you're watching us on Twitch, Facebook, live, however you're doing it. We appreciate you. We thankful. We love you. Keep on coming back. Keep on watching. We hope that we're entertaining. So like, follow, and subscribe to our channel. We are the Triple Threat Vets. Bring my boys back in so I can see if they have any last words. I'm going to go ahead and start with my man, 
right there, my man, Al Hero in the building. Do you have anything for the people out there? Nope. Love you guys. I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I just want to touch on uh, Andrew Sharp commented that his roommate is is a, is a poser, pretending he was serving in the military, but he didn't. He wears a, an Afghanistan hat. My advice to you, Andrew, is smack that motherfucker off his head because that's, <laughs> that's what, how I do his ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love you guys, man. I appreciate it. My man. All right. We're going to go ahead and hit my man, Matt J in the building. What you got to say? Nothing much, man. Willis, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you being here. It was good to talk to you. Thank you for everybody that tunes in. Like, subscribe, go out and uh, share the, the, the message with everybody. And, you know, just uh, keep coming back. We enjoy doing the show and we and, and we can't wait to do it more. So hey, have, Matt, a good, have a good night, y'all. You make these awesome t-shirts, man. Go ahead and give them a gotcha six shout out. If you guys ever want some of our Triple Threat Vet Gotcha Six merch. This is the man right here. Yeah. So if you if you uh, if you tune in, probably next week or the week after, we'll have some stuff up for the podcast. We've got some shirts on sale on the website right now. Ten bucks, free shipping comes your way. Uh, we got some new stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, Becky is in uh, the lab, working you, on Becky. a lot of stuff that's coming out, and uh, you guys are gonna like it. I think the ladies are gonna like a lot of stuff that's coming out here. Uh, very soon it's gonna speak to you guys with a pretty clear message but uh same flag same oath.com got your six.com or got your six culture.com go to either one of those two you get to the website you can purchase we do custom cornhole boards too if you want to set for christmas you got to order them by december 1st or you're not going to get them on time my man all right now we're going to go to my man, Willis, who came and chilled with us. Do you have anything left that you want to say to the people out there before you go, my brother? Yeah, I just want to say, everybody, reach out to somebody if you're in crisis. Reach out to a brother. Reach out to a sister. Reach out to a stranger. 988-STAR-1 uh, uh, um, or pound one. And uh, like I always tell everybody when I end my podcast, stay safe out there. We got your six. My man. And to the man behind the scenes that makes everything work, my coach, my brother, my mellow fellow, the wax poetic genius, T.Y., what you got to say to the people out there? Um, I'm just happy to be here. I love doing this. Still looking forward to it every week. You know, I'm in my new little office here. Going to try to make this look cool for the little podcast and everything. Um, can't wait for the next coming years we got going on. Uh, I look forward to it every week. Love you guys. All right. And like always, I tell you, if you're ever thinking about hurting yourself, harming yourself, or feeling like tomorrow is not something that you feel like you need to see, you got to understand, you yourself need to see yourself tomorrow. We want to see you tomorrow. Talk to somebody, reach out to somebody if you're feeling not worth it, if you're feeling too down, or you just, just reach out. Please do that. 22 people a day is too many we have to fix that and it starts with each and every one of us and it starts with you just motivating yourself to go to sleep and wake up and try again i am dj royalty this is the triple threat bet podcast i want to give a shout out to everybody out there who watches us who listens to us however you do it we love you we're thankful until next time make next time be your best time and until i see you again my friend peace i love you and we got your six we out of here